يرفع الله الذين آمنوا منكم والذين أوتوا العلم درجات يرفع الله الذين آمنوا منكم والذين أوتوا العلم درجات والله بما تعملون خبير بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين رب السماوات ورب الأرض رب العرش العظيم وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله هو الحق المبين وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى عبده صلى الله وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فتلاي لسن كتاب التوحيد is going to be on the fourth chapter and that is باب الخوف من الشرك باب الخوف من الشرك fearing الشرك 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 is جعل شيء جعل شيء من حق الله لغيره it is to give anything from the rights of Allah to other than Allah سبحانه وتعالى that is the general meaning for shirk to give any of the rights of Allah سبحانه وتعالى to other than Allah سبحانه وتعالى that's the general meaning of shirk and under it comes under major and minor shirk طيب and the other meaning which is a specific meaning that is intended generally when the when the, when, when uh, it is used in, in the Sharia, and that is جعل شيء من حق الله أو جعل شيء من العبادة لغير الله to give worship to other than Allah. So if you understand from this, from the rights of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, is for him to be worshipped Subhanahu wa Taala alone, right? From the, from the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to give worship to Allah. Therefore, one of the, the main rights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, obviously the main right is to give worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Therefore, giving worship to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a type of shirk and it's a major type of shirk. As for, and that's the specific meaning that's used in the Quran and the Sunnah. So when the Quran and the Sunnah, they mention shirk generally, then the intended meaning is to worship other than Allah. But... What also comes under shirk in a general in the general sense of the word is to give any rights that are specific to Allah to anything other than Allah, and in that underneath that comes under comes minor shirk, riya showing off and things like that. Do you understand that? Is that clear? So shirk generally what it means is to give any rights of Allah to other than Allah, and when it's used in the Sharia specifically, it is understood that you're giving the rights of worship to other than Allah to worship other than Allah basically. Is that clear? That's it, clear. The intention behind this chapter is to mention uh, why people should fear shirk. Fearing shirk. And that is the intention behind this chapter. This chapter is also, he intends to teach you why you should fear shirk more than anything else. My brothers and sisters, when it comes to learning about tawheed and learning about shirk, one of the most important things that we need to instill into the hearts of the believers is this fear of shirk. Why? Because when a person falls into shirk, then he has committed the most major of sins, the worst sin that he can commit. 
Therefore, when a person fears it and understands the consequences of it, they are more likely to stay away from it. So, what evidence does he bring to make us understand how serious shirk is? He says, When Allah says in the Quran, إن الله لا يغفر أن يشرك به ويغفر ما دون ذلك لمن يشاء إن الله no doubt Allah سبحانه وتعالى لا يغفر he does not forgive أن يشرك به for anyone to worship other than him ويغفر ما دون ذلك لمن يشاء and he forgives anything that is below that anything that is other than that when he says أن يشرك به that anything should be worshipped other than Allah here what does it mean here by the shirk what type of shirk is it here? This type of shirk, the scholars, they differ in, in this ayah. What type of shirk is never forgiven? Is it just major shirk or is it also minor shirk? When a person does minor shirk, is that forgiven on the, on the Day of Judgment as well? There's a difference of opinion amongst the scholars. And the opinion that's taken by the Aimat al-Da'wah, Sheikh Muhammad al-Duhab, the author of the, of the book, and his students and his students' students, is that this ayah, it includes major and minor shirk, including Shawna. How? In the Arabic language, we have negation. And we also have something called nakira. Nakira is something that is not known. It's not ma'rifah. Yani when you say the house, is it? Ma'rifah, it's known. What house? When you say a house, you don't know which house it is, right? A house, nakira. The house is ma'rifah. How do you know if something is nakira and ma'rifah? There's different ways of knowing. But from amongst the ways of knowing is it has al before it. Ash-shirk. That's ma'rifah. Shirk. What's that? Shirkun. Is that ma'rifah or nakira? Nakira, not known. Shirk, general shirk. When there is nakira, a word is nakira and it's negated, and it's a masdar. Masdar is a type of word in the Arabic language. Then it includes all types of shirk. For you to understand, for anyone who didn't understand the lab, that's no problem. You get the result at least. Allah says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ أَنْ يُشْرَكَ بِهِ أَنْ يُشْرَكَ بِهِ When أَنْ comes before a fi'l mudari' It means you awal al-masdar, you awal ila al-masdar You change the fi'l mudari' to al-masdar So the meaning of this sentence in this ayah in the Qur'an is إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَغْفِرُ شِرْكًا بِهِ شِرْكًا بِهِ What's shirkan? Masdar It's negated and it's nakira Therefore it includes all types of, all types of shirk So they say that if someone shows off Then that's not forgiven on the day of judgment What does that mean? If someone dies after he showed off, then that showing off is not going to be forgiven. It's going to be put on his scales on the day of judgment. If his good deed is meaning it won't be forgiven by other other good deeds you done. The only way to remove shirk is by rep- repenting from it before you die, right? So therefore, if a person dies and he showed off for an act of worship, he does a yeah, which is a type of shirk. He did an act of worship for 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 other than Allah, showing off to other than Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Then according to this opinion, that person is not going to be forgiven for that sin. What does that mean? Does that mean that all of his rest of his actions is a kafir? No. It means that on the day of judgment, it will be put on the scale. And if it is outweigh, if the, good, the, the bad deeds, they outweigh the good deeds, then he'll be from the people of hellfire and he'll come out eventually. And if his good deeds outweigh it, then alhamdulillah, his good deeds outweighed it, but he was still there. He was still put on that scale, but he'll be put into Jannah. Because the good deeds outweigh the bad deeds. You understand that? As for any other sin, if a person dies and he committed minor sins or even major sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may forgive it just out of his mercy. He may forgive it because when you died you had sakarat al-mawt, you had hardship in death. You know when you had sakarat al-mawt? Allah forgives people because of that. 
You may, you may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may have forgiven you your sins because a thorn pricked you. Remember the Prophet sallallahu said, mu'minan. A believer he's not afflicted by nasabun wala any any hardship even a thorn pricking you, except that it forgives your sins. So he he was walking and he stubbed his foot. Forgiven, some sins are forgiven for that. When he's about to die, he has sakaratul mawt, the hardship of death. He's forgiven, some sins are forgiven for that as well. When he goes into his grave and the grave squeezes the believer, his pain, Allah forgives people for that as well. On the day of judgment, when it's hard for you, or some of the punishment in the grave, is the reason for your sins to be forgiven. All of these things, and till the day of judgment, if you come on the day of judgment and still not all your sins are forgiven, then how many sins does that person have? Did Allah oppress that person? No. Allah gave you all these chances to forgive, forgive, forgive your sins on that day and still, you still come with all those sins. The point is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive any sin until on the day of judgment because of the hardship that you went through, there is no sin left on you in this, in this dunya. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a believer will be tested until he is walking on the earth خطيئة, he has no sins left because how much test he went through, he was tortured, he was punished. He, he, was, uh, he went through hard times, he lost his parents, he lost his mother, he lost his father, he lost his children. All of these hard times, until the point that all of these hard, hardships that they go through, they lost some family members, every, every, everything small, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives the believer because of any hardship they go through. Until he's walking on the earth, and he has no sins left. That's for the believer. The point is that, as for shirk, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not expiated like that. I'm talking about the showing off. Minor shirk. It's not expiated like that. You can have all of these hardships and other sins will be forgiven, but that riyah will stay until you ask Allah to forgive you for it. That is the opinion. So he says, and that, and that no doubt, it brings a fear in a person's heart that you should fear this shit, this, this, this showing off. And the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We're going to come to a whole chapter in Kitab al-Tawheed, inshallah, later on about showing off. Remember, we mentioned we talk about in Kitab al-Tawheed the major the things that take you out of Islam, the major sins that take you out of Islam. Then we talk about the other types of shirk that is minor shirk, and we talk about the bid'ah innovation and things like that, right? So we're going to go through inshallah all of these chapters about these topics. But point is here: shirk is not forgiven on the judgment. If it's major shirk and a person dies upon major shirk, then he'll be from the people of the hellfire forever. Therefore, a person needs to learn what shirk is. Why? In order to avoid it. This is in Allah, He does not forgive for anyone to do shirk with him. And He forgives anything below that for whoever He wants. My, the sisters, please, sometimes I forget at the end the questions. Write the question, inshallah, and just post it underneath the. You know that, that door in the middle, not the door on the on the side, the door in the middle that's covered with the with the black. Just cover, just throw it around. And inshallah, someone will get it in the lesson. We'll go check if there's any any questions there. Inshallah. طيب ويغفر ما دون ذلك لمن يشاء الله فجبت anything other than that. وقال الخليل عليه السلام. This is the du'a of al-Khalil. Who's al-Khalil? The Khalil of Allah, the friend of Allah, the Prophet Ibrahim عليه الصلاة والسلام. وجنبني وبني أن نعبد الأصنام. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam he made dua after building the Kaaba. He said, Keep me away, Wajinubini. Alijtinab Alijtinab is not only to keep someone to, to make you not fall into something, but it's to keep you far away from something. So he made dua to Allah, Oh Allah, Wajinubini, keep me, Wabaniya and my children, my offspring, and Na'bud al Asnam away from worshipping idols. Who's making this dua? Ibrahim, the example of Tawheed in the Quran. There is no one who's mentioned his name with Tawheed as much as Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah says about him, إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ When Allah said to him, submit, he said, أَسْلَمْتُ رَبِّ أَسْلَمْتُ No, أَسْلَمْتُ I've submitted straight away. أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, 
to slaughter his own son, Ismail. He went to slaughter his own son. And Allah obviously made him, allowed him not to slaughter his own son. This is Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. The one who Allah, when he mentions him, said, Ibrahim kana ummatan qanita lillahi hanifa. Always hanifa. The word hanifa is mentioned with him. Hanifa. Walam yakum minal mushrikeen. And he wasn't from the mushrikeen. All hanifiyah is one, meaning he's upon tawheed. He is the one who's making dua to stay away from shirk. And subhanallah, that makes a person, a believer, think. If Ibrahim doesn't feel safe from shirk, because he understands how evil it is, and if he does fall into it, if he does fall into it, then he'll be from the people of the hellfire forever, then what about one of us? We don't know, we're not a prophet of Allah, we don't speak to Allah, we don't get revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yet, some people they feel safe from worship from shirk among Muslims. La. Ibn Jarir in Tabari, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Ibn Jarir in Tabari, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, and Abu Hatim al Razi, Ibn Abi Hatim al Razi, sorry, he mentions an athar from Ibrahim al Taymi. He said, Man yamanul bala' ba'da Ibrahim. Who is safe from being tested after Ibrahim? And if Ibrahim is the one who's scared of being tested, then do you think that anyone else is safe? You can just turn it low a little bit. Because that sounds like... Like what I'm saying. Who feels safe from being tested after the Prophet Ibrahim? The one who... He had tawheed inwardly and outwardly. Not too much, just a little bit. Just so that sound is gone. Yeah. Then he says... The next evidence is that he brings is the next evidence that he brings is. وفي الحديث إن الحديث of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said أخوف ما أخاف عليكم الشرك الأصغر فسئل عنه فقال الرياء. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said that the most the thing that I fear for you the most is الشرك الأصغر مين الشرك. فسئل عنه so the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم was asked what is مين الشرك. He said الرياء. It is الرياء. What is الرياء? Look look at the definition of الرياء. It is for a person, it is for a person to do an act of worship so the people can see him. For the person to do an act of worship so that the people can see him do the act of worship. And so they praise him. Look at this. It's not only so the people can see you because sometimes a person can do an act of worship. He wants other people to see him but he has a good intention which is he wants to encourage other people to do it for him. But what is the reason why he's doing it for other people? It is They praise him for it. Alright? So they praise, they praise him for, for the act of worship. And this is a shirk. Uh, this is a riyah. And the Prophet is speaking to the companions. He's saying, This is the thing that I fear for you most. What the Rabi' the fourth evidence is. The fourth evidence is, guys, move up in here, make some space, right? Come, come on, let me see. Oh. I am Salaam, Salaam, Barakatuh. Wa huwa zahiru, naam. Wa dalil rabi, the fourth evidence is, Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu, anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, anqal, the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Whoever dies and he is calling with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a partner, he will enter into the hellfire. And that is clear. The previous hadith, by the way, is narrated by um, the Muslim of Imam Ahmed, and this hadith which is Hassan. 
طيب ولمسلم عن جابر رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال مسلم حديث from Jabir ibn Abdullah radiyallahu anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said man laqiya Allah la yushriku bihi shay'a whoever meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he does not do shirk with Allah meaning he does not worship anything other than Allah dakhal al-jannah he will enter into jannah wa man laqiyahu yushriku bihi shay'an dakhal al-nar and whoever meets him whilst he worships other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he will enter into the hellfire and that is clear as well. Then he says, فِيهِ مَسَائِلِ الْأُولَى The first مَسَأَلَةِ is الْخُوفُ مِنَ الشِّرْكِ That a person fears a shirk. And that is clear. الثَّانِيَةِ أَنَّ الرِّيَاءَ مِنَ الشِّرْكِ الرِّيَاءِ الشِّرْكِ What is الرِّيَاءَ again? Showing off. يعني? To do an act of worship? So the people can? See you and praise you. Look at that. الرِّيَاءَ Come from رُؤْيَةَ Come from seeing. Opposite to sum, not opposite. Sorry, the other thing is like sum'a, sum'a. It's for a person to he does act of worship, so the people hear about him. The word sum'a, right? And riyah is for people to see. So yeah, he does an act of worship. The reason why he does the act of worship was so the people can see him do it and then praise him on it. Because and sometimes it's okay if people see him without praising him, without the intention of praising him, because. He just wants people to follow him, for example. That's, that's no problem with that. And that is from the shirk al-asghar. From shirk al-asghar. The fourth is that this is the most fearful thing amongst the righteous people. The righteous people, you don't fear as much, of, as much as for them, for them to do sins such as major sins, zina and alcohol and things like that. No doubt anyone can fall into that. But you don't fear for the righteous people to fall into that as much as you fear for them. To fall into riyah, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "Riyah, it is akhfa min dami min dami min namil. It's more hidden than the footsteps of a of an ant. On a on a on a dark rock. Imagine an ant on a dark rock in a dark night. Riyah is more hidden than that. The person he might stand up." He might get up to do an act of worship for Allah. Then halfway through, he, he sees someone. And so he, wants, he starts showing up. And he doesn't understand. And he has to make another intention. He has to take his away from it. So the companions, when they heard that, they said, How can we get out of it? He said, make this dua. He said, Allahumma, say, Allahumma, inni a'udhu bika an ushrika bika wa ana a'lam wa astaghfiruka lima la a'lam. Oh Allah, I seek refuge with you from doing shirk with you whilst I know. And I ask you to forgive me for that which I did not know. Right? So making this dua constantly is something that keeps a person away from shirk. And that's something that is feared for the righteous people. A person can be praying in the masjid and he's doing a sin with like a riya, which can be bigger than those other major sins which people out on the streets are doing. They're not in the masjid. They never come to the masjid. Aslan. But they're not doing that shit, that, that, that sin. But this person in the masjid is doing that sin. That person should be scared for a riya from showing off. Al-Khamisa, Qurbu al-Jannati wal-Nar. The fifth mas'ala is how close Jannah and the hellfire is, so is, is to us. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Jannah aqrabu ila ahadikum min shiraki na'li. That Jannah is closer to one of you than your, foot, your, your, your shoelaces. Right? Jannah is closer to one of you than your own, shoe, your own shoelaces. And also the hell, kadalik. The hellfire is like that as well. Because the person is going to do one act, one act and didn't intend to do, يعني, he fell into it. Not by accident, but it was so easily he fell into it one time and entered him into the hellfire because of it. Right? That's something that's scary. 
السادسة الجمع بين قربهما في حديث واحد فإن يس عند حديث وش حديث سكما that whoever worships Allah alone and dies then you enter into Jannah and whoever worships worships other than Allah and dies upon that then you enter into Hellfire that's easy between that and that السابعة السبعة مس بعد وجه هذا space هذا لو بعد بس sit on the walls and stuff like that make some space make some space for brother spread out a bit السادسة الجمع بين قرب نعم السابعة أنه من لقيه يشرك به شيئا دخل النار whoever meets Allah سبحانه وتعالى وأصدق من شرك then you enter into the hellfire ولو كان من أعبد الناس even if he's the most righteous of people who is doing worship Allah says about the prophets by the way when he mentions the prophet وإسماعيل واليسع وذا الكتب وكل من الصالحين he mentions all them he says أولئك الذين هدى الله فبهداه مقتدي these are the prophets these are the people who have being guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then he says وَلَوْ أَشْرَكُوا if they were to commit shirk لَحَبِطَ عَنْهُمْ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ all of the actions would have been made null and void subhanAllah so even the righteous person الثامن المسألة العظيمة it is سؤال الخليل له ولبنيه وقاية عبادة الأصنام وقاية عبادة الأصنام that the خليل the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he asked for himself and for his children, for his offspring, that they are saved from worshipping idols. At-Tasi'ah, the tenth masala is, اعتباره بحال الأكثر. Is that Khalil Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam, he said, Rabbi, innahunna adlana kathira minna nas. The majority, or a lot of people, a lot of people, they're worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the reason why the author, rahimahullah ta'ala, brings that is because a lot of people, when they see that a person's calling to tawheed and saying, keep away from shirk, then you find that the people, especially those who came to claim to be Muslims, they say that we, they worship in graves, and they say, oh, the majority of the Muslims, they do it. So what's wrong with it? La, it doesn't mean anything. Ibrahim والسلام, he said that these idols, they misguided a lot of the people. It doesn't mean that the fact that there's a lot of people, it doesn't mean that they're upon the truth. Al-Ashirah, and the 10th one, فيه تفسير لا إله إلا الله, كما ذكر البخاري, التفسير بلا إله إلا الله which there is nothing worthy of worship except for Allah الحادية عشرة فضيلة من سلم من الشرك the virtue of those who are saved from shirk باب الدعاء إلى شهادة لا إله إلا الله مقصود الترجمة the intention behind this chapter or the point in this chapter is وجوب الدعوة إلى الله إلى توحيد الله إلى توحيد الله the obligation that we have to call to Worshipping Allah alone, you have to call to Tawheed, and this is an obligation. Worship to Tawheed is an obligation for us to call towards a Tawheed. And the author, he said, "Wujub al-Dawat ila la ilaha illallah." He said the obligation of calling to la ilaha illallah. Why did he say la ilaha illallah instead of Tawheed? Because la ilaha illallah is the speech, is kalimat Tawheed, is the word of Tawheed. Nam. In this chapter, he mentions three evidences. He mentions three evidences. Allah says in the Quran, He says, Say, O oh, oh, the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, this is my path. This is the path of the Prophet. And what is the way of the Prophet? وسلم, if you look at into his seerah, what was the first thing that he called to? It was Tawheed of Allah. So we are commanded to call to the path of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is Tawheed. أدعو إلى الله على بصيرة. 
So he says, I call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with insight, with knowledge. فَالدَّعْوَةُ الْمَمْدُوحَةُ هِيَ الْكَيْنَةُ عَلَى بَصِيرَةُ وَلَا بَصِيرَةَ أَعْظَمَ مِنَ الدَّعْوَةِ لِلتَّوْحِيدِ The da'wah which is praiseworthy is the da'wah that is built upon al-basira, insight, knowledge. And there is no knowledge higher than the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so that shows that the, the first thing that we need to call to is tawheed because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had done it and we were commanded to follow his sabil, his path. Uh, and also we were commanded to call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with insight. And there is no insight. There is more insightful than the tawheed. Second evidence that he brings is, وعن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما, the hadith of ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما. أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم هذا مسنج of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم لما بعث معاذا إلى اليمن قال له When the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم called Mu'adh to Al-Yemen sent Mu'adh to Al-Yemen he sent him to Al-Yemen to call the people to Al-Islam he said to him when he was sending him to Al-Yemen he said إنك تأتي قوما من أهل الكتاب you are about to go uh, come to a group of people who are from the people of the book أهل الكتاب من Jews and the Christians so he says to him, فَلْيَكُنْ أَوَّلَ مَا تَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَيْهِ شَهَادَةً لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ شَهَادَةً لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ The first thing that you call them to is to worship nothing other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Guys, there's a, there's a thing here that we need to understand. There's a point here that we need to understand. The Prophet alayhi salatu was salam, his da'wah was always built upon tawheed. That's the first thing that he called to. Therefore, anyone, and we, sorry, and we need to understand another thing is that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the da'wah, is something that is tawqifiyyah. We have to do it according to the way the Prophet ﷺ done it. We can't do it according to how we believe is the best. Therefore, it is an innovation, an innovation, a bid'ah, for a person to say that I am not going to call to tawheed first, rather I'm going to gather the people, I'm going to take the people's hearts first, I'm going to do this first and this and that first, and I'm going to leave of tawheed with the intention to do da'wah in a different way. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ he never done da'wah in that way. He started off with tawheed. Does that mean that we can't call to anything other than tawheed? No. What it means is that we call, we we understand the importance of tawheed, and we give it precedence to anything other than that, and we do not belittle the importance of giving tawheed. We don't say this is not needed yet. We do it later. Rather, we do it first, and you can do other things as well, right? The example that I'll give here is a lot of du'a today. Some du'a today. What they do is, they say, I'm not going to call to a tawheed and refute shirk, speak, speak about shirk. Why? Because the people, if I speak straight about shirk straight away, then they're going to hate me. So what I'm going to do is what? I'm going to keep quiet. I'm going to speak about the virtues of actions. Make dhikr of Allah. Go and pray in the masjid. Be good to your parents. You know, give charity. All of these things that everyone's agreed upon anyway. Which is a good thing. They're all good things. When he says, as for Tawheed, when you say to him, why don't you speak against the, those people who goes to worship the graves and you tell them not to worship the graves? They say, that is not my priority right now. I need to gather them first. When I gather them, then I will call them to Tawheed because they're going to be under my control. It sounds good, right? It sounds good. And it makes, sounds logical to some people. To a lot of people. But I'll show you why it's not logical. You say to them, we gather them upon anything. Don't worry, just be upon, just, just as long as you're Muslim, Shia, Sunni, nothing, everything, Sufi, worship, grades, no problem. You're Muslim, just gather together. You know, just gather together. I have, and now I'm able to speak to these people. Okay? Then when I'm going to speak to the people, what are you going to do? He's going to start to call it Tawheed. This goes against the da'wah of the Prophet ﷺ and it's not allowed for two reasons. Number one, 
first and foremost because the Prophet sallallahu never done it. When Al-Mughira ibn Shu'bah came to the Prophet sallallahu and he said to him, O oh Muhammad, if you want, we're going to give you all of the wealth of the Arabs. And we're going to give you the most beautiful women of the Arabs and you can marry them. And we're going to give you the kingdom as well, be the king of the, of the, of the Arabs as well. Just stop calling Tawheed. If the Prophet sallallahu said, okay, and you got the king, you became the king. Could he do exactly what the people are saying, claiming today? He could, he's the king, he can say what he wants, right? And what did he say? He said no. He rejected that. So that shows that gathering the people first is not from the way of the Prophet sallallahu Because it was offered to him and he didn't do it. Therefore, the way of the Prophet must be better than the way that you're claiming is better, you're doing. Second reason that is what will never work is that you're gathering a group of people who are disunited. Bid'ah disunites. A tawheed unites. That's how it goes. When people are up, when people are upon the bid'ah, they're never going to be together. That's why you find the Prophet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the Jews. They are upon shirk, right? Which is a type of bid'ah. Allah describes them and he says, You think, you assume they're all united. But you know Stanford Hill is not far from here. Go Stanford Hill, how do they look? United, huh? They're on the bus, they say alhamdulillah. They're not saying alhamdulillah, they're saying like, you know, they're nice. All of these things, right? Allah, and Allah says, You think they're united. But Allah says, But their hearts are disunited, they're disunited. And so therefore, Bid'ah, that's why the people of Bid'ah, they were called Ahlul Furqa. And the people of Sunnah, they were called Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And the people of Innovation, they were called Ahlul Bid'ah wal Furqa, of disuniting. Because Bid'ah naturally disunites. So it's not possible to unite upon people in that, to unite people upon anything that they are upon in the first place. First of all, it's not possible. Secondly, it goes, actually first, it goes, it goes against the da'wah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Therefore, we're not allowed to do it. And number two, it will never happen, it will never work. Look at the groups today who are claiming to, to, to such things. When you find those leaders of certain groups, they say, let's unite the people first, let's unite the people first. And then after that, we call them Tawheed. Forget about, forget about refuting shirk, forget about teaching Tawheed. Like when you go, if you go to a place where the group, everyone there is worshipping graves, and the thing that he goes and talks about is what? Give charity. Is his charity going to be accepted in the first place? Yeah. He's, not, he's not even worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Right? And that's the da'wah, the... the, the we name them the Muslim Brotherhood, the Ikhwan Muslims. That's their da'wah. Which is that? We call up, that's why you find those people, the majority, a lot of people, when they're calling to, 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 the, to their da'wah, when they're calling to things, or they're doing their da'wah, they don't talk about shit. Forget about it, it can be great, it's okay, it's okay, it's calm. So let's just unite upon something. Then after that, he says, when well, you speak to them, after that, I'm going to call it to Tawheed. Because when they come together, they're going to listen to me, then they, it goes against da'wah, and it's never going to work. طيب. So that's why the author here, 300 years ago, he mentioned this. Shahad It's the obligation of calling to the path of Allah. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he didn't say to Mu'adh, oh Mu'adh, go to the people of the book, make them, uh, you know, gather them together, and then call them to Tawheed. No, he said, ma tad'uhum shahadatu an la ilaha illallah. They worship nothing other than Allah. فَإِنْهُمْ أَطَاعُوكَ لِذَلِكَ If they obey you in that, فَأَعْلِمْهُمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ افْتَرَضَ عَلَيْهِمْ خَمْسُ صَلَوَاتٍ فِي الْيَوْمِ وَالْلَيْلَةِ then, then after that, tell them that Allah has obligated upon them five daily prayers. Then if they obey you in that, then when they accept the salah, then tell them about zakah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated a charity that's taken from the rich and given to the poor. Right? Then he says, And be careful of their best of wealth. Meaning in zakah, you know, if you learn in zakah and fiqh, when you go to zakah, when you're giving the charity, the animals, you don't, when the person is giving the animal, the person who's coming to collect the zakah, he doesn't take the best camel, and he doesn't take the worst camel. 
the best camel is going to be وياك وكرائم أموالهم. Don't take the best animals. And if the worst animal Allah says ولا تيمم الخبيث منه تنفقون ولستم بأخذي إلا أن تغمضوا فيه. Don't take the worst of the things. Take the middle. This is what Iyaka wa Karaim Amwalim. Then he says, Wattaqi da'wata al-mazlum and stay and be careful of the dua of the one who's being oppressed. Don't oppress the people. Wattaqi da'wata al-mazlum. Why? Fa'innahu laysa baynaha wa baynaha Allahi hijab. Because there is no hijab, there's no covering between, between the dua and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of the one that is being oppressed. Akhrajahu narrated by Bukhari Muslim. Walahuma, third evidence. Walahuma an Sahil ibn Sa'idi radiyallahu anhu anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala yawma khaybar. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said on the day of khaybar. The day of khaybar was when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he <coughs> was going to the, to take over uh, the people of khaybar. The people of khaybar they are a group of Jews who were excommunicated from Al Medina and they went to a place called Khaybar where they have a lot of a lot of a lot of trees and things like that. Right? And when that happened, the Prophet وسلم, when he was there, he said, Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to give the, the, the flag, meaning the flag for the for the army. The one who's going to be the leader. I'm going to give up the flag to a man who Allah and his messenger loves, and he loves Allah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The people, they, 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 the people they, they, at night, they were, they were like hoping to be that person. Umar radiallahu anhu even said, I never wanted leadership except for that day. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said about the person who's going to get the flag, that he's someone who Allah and his messenger loves. Everyone wants to be that person. Even they never want to be a leader, but they want to be that person who Allah and his messenger loves. So then, فَلَمَّا أَصْبَحُوا When they woke up, غَدَوْا عَلَى رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ They went to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. كُلُّهُمْ يَرُجُونَ أَنْ يُعْطَاهَا All of them wanted to be given the flag. فَقَالَ The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, أَيْنَ عَلِيُّ بْنَ أَبِي طَالِبُ Where is Ali ibn Abi Talib? فَقِيلَ هُوَ يَشْتَكِ عَيْنَاهِ عَيْنَيْهِ He is ill in his eyes. He had an illness in his eyes, but he couldn't open his eyes because of that. فأرسلوا إليه so they sent someone to him فأتي به so he was brought to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم فبصق في عينيه so he spat into the the eyes of the Ali ibn Abi Talib ودعا له ونمي الدعاء for him فبرأ so he was cured then and there كأن لم يكن به وجع as if he was never even ill فأعطاه الراية so he gave him the flag فقال then he said to him said to Ali ibn Abi Talib when he's given him his instructions what to do when he goes to the people of Khaybar he says أنفذ على رسلك حتى تنزل بساحتهم Go and walk, march to there until you get to there, their saha, the outside of their, of their of their of their village. ثم دعوهم إلى الإسلام. Then call them to Islam. The first thing he said, call them to Islam. وأخبرهم بما يجب عليهم من حق الله تعالى فيه and tell them the rights of Allah in Islam. And what's the greatest right of Allah in Islam? Tawheed. Right. So the first obligation upon the people was Tawheed. فَوَاللَّهِ So the Prophet said وَاللَّهِ أَسْوِبَ اللَّهِ لَأَنْ يَهْدِيَ اللَّهُ بِكَ رَجُلًا وَاحِدًا For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide through you one man خَيْرٌ لَكَ مِنْ حُمُرِ النَّعْمِ Is better for you than a red camel For one person to be guided is better than a red camel A red camel is the most precious of wealth of the Arabs at the time A red camel The most precious type of wealth يَدُوكُونَ أَنْ يَخُوضُونَ يَدُوكُونَ أَنْ يَخُوضُونَ I mentioned that so that's what's the Messiah, what's the Messiah that he mentioned? He says, Fee Messiah, the Ula, and the Dawah to Allah, Tariqum, and the Tabah Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Dawah to Allah is the way of those who follow the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as opposed to the Dawah of the people who do not follow the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What do they call to? They call to themselves. 
they call to groups, political parties, they call to uh, things other than the messenger, they call themselves, they follow me, things like that. Huh? No, the people who call to Allah and they want to follow the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they have no, they don't, they don't want, well they don't want Allah, they don't want the people to come to them, they don't want people, they don't want people to follow them. They're calling the people to follow the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that's their, that's, their, that's their desire. And that's the da'wah of the Prophets. Is not to get you need to note about ikhlas. Because when it comes to da'wah, you have to be sincere. Because a lot of the people, when they call to the truth, they're actually calling to themselves. The da'wah might be true, but they want the people to follow themselves. And this is something that a person needs to fight when it comes to da'wah. You need to call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to get famous. Not for people to like you. Not for people to follow you. None of that. The thing you need, the one, the, one, the one thing that you want is for the people to follow the correct way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You want the people to enter into Jannah. Scholars, they said, and it's something I have from my Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Adam Ethiopia, Hafizullah ta'ala, he's in Mecca. When the scholars in Mecca, he said the scholars, they say that when we call to Allah, it's as if we're taking the people in chains. We grab the people in chains and we chain them up and we throw them into Jannah by force. That's our, that's our intention. We want the people to go to Jannah. We don't want the people to go to the hellfire. Even if they don't like it themselves. And chain them up and throw them into Jannah. Right? That's the way the diet da- da- should be. You want the people to go to Jannah. You don't want help at fire for the people. You don't want the people to go away and be astray. He said, I've done my job. You straight away said, become Muslim. He says, no. He says, good, go to the hellfire. I don't like you anyway. That, that's not the way of the Muslims. Right? Your job is not just to establish the proof against the person. Your job is to convince them. The Prophet sallallahu when he was calling to Allah, his people, and he was, he was injured by the mushrikun of Quraysh. They, they, they injured him. They, 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 they ripped and, and cut his face. And they took out his molar tooth. He was wiping the blood from his face and he says, Allahumma ghfir li qawmi fa innahum la ya'lamun. Oh Allah, forgive my people because they don't know. That's the way of the sincere da'i of Allah. Al-thalitha, anna al-basirata min al-fara'id. Knowledge is part of the obligations. This is an important one. Al-basirah, insight, is important, is one of the obligations. A person cannot give da'wah whilst they're ignorant. A person cannot give da'wah whilst they're ignorant. Even if they claim that they're a person of da'wah. They're da'i, he's ignorant, he can't, he can't read alif ba ta. He can't read the Quran properly. He doesn't know and he's claiming that he's doing da'wah. That, that da'wah that you need to do is the da'wah according to what you know, then that thing that you know. What you can do is you can call to people what you know. You know, this is not allowed. Tell him that this scholar said this is not allowed. That's all you can do. As for if a person is ignorant and he places himself in a position of da'wah, then know that this is against the way of the prophets. Right? Al-Rabi'ah. And it's a lot today, right? A lot today. Why? Because the invent of social media, YouTube, anyone can make YouTube. I can make YouTube right now. Go on YouTube and you can put yourself on YouTube. Anyone can do it. Right? And the Prophet warned us of such a time in a hadith. He said that there will come a time. فيه, a person who is trustworthy is going to be considered to be a liar. A person who is truthful is considered to be a liar. And the one who is a liar is considered to be truthful. And the one who is trustworthy is considered to be a cheater. And the one who is a cheater is considered to be trustworthy. Times are going to come, the end of times, day of judgment. And the Prophet وسلم, said in that times, Those people who are Ruwaybidah are going to speak. Who are the Ruwaybidah? The Prophet was asked, Who are the Ruwaybidah? He said, The guy who is tafih, nothing. 
A guy who's nothing, he speaks about the most big of issues, the biggest of issues. Imagine a person who is not known to seek knowledge. He doesn't know how to read Quran. He doesn't know how to understand the Arabic when he reads it. I don't like mentioning speaking Arabic necessarily. Speaking Arabic is important. Like in, even understanding Arabic when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're reading it is, is, is important, right? Let alone speaking on top of that. Like in the person, how many, imagine today, all of you guys on social media, how many people they can't even do this and that and that. And he comes and he comes out and he speaks about the biggest of issues. The rulers of kuffar and the blood of the Muslims are halal and the blood of this person is halal and can go and do jihad here and this and that. This guy was a rajul tafi. If you go to his parents, you ask him, well, who's this guy? He said, nothing. He didn't see knowledge. And he's coming out on YouTube and everyone thinks he's a person of knowledge. The Prophet said, rajul tafi. There's nothing. And you go to his local community, go to his local masjid, you ask him, who's this guy? He said, I don't know. He started practicing last year. You understand? That's what you mean by rajul tafi. That's what Sheikh Salaam Shri'i mentioned when he explained this hadith. And Sheikh Salih teaches, he said that a person who grew, grew up in knowledge, go to his local masjid, you ask about him, what are they going to say? Naam, that person, no, he prays in the front line all the time. He's always in the lesson. He's memorized the Quran since he was young. Or at least for the past 10 years, he's been coming, even if he's old. Right? He's known. Person, that's why the Salaf they used to say, The person, knowledge is not taken except for someone from someone who know, is known from, from seeking knowledge. He used to wake up in the morning, he used to have his back. <laughs> his back. He, have, he, has, he has books with him, he has his books with him, and he's going, he's seen, he's, everyone sees him in the street, ah, this student of knowledge, so and so. It's that brother, and when he got old, that's when he starts, he's, you know, that person, that's different. That's when that's the self, they said, you don't take knowledge, except for someone who's known for seeking knowledge. A person today, you can open a YouTube page, it's, a, it's one of the most ajib things. You know, our parents, our parents, so I think it's only our, our generation, our parents will not even understand how is this happening. And our parents, some of our parents, maybe they don't know, they don't know, they haven't studied. Some parents they haven't studied knowledge. They, 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 when they were young, they used to go to the masjid, they used to tafsir lesson, they used to sit down and they tafsir lesson, they used to go home, they used to go work, eat and drink. If a, but if a young, if a person who doesn't even know how to speak, he doesn't know how to, he hasn't been known to seek knowledge, he comes out and he starts teaching the people about Islam. Our parents are going to think, this is crazy, how is this happening? How is this person speaking about the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So, what about today, when our young generation, us, we need to be the same mindset. We need to have that same mindset. It's knowledge not taken from anyone. It's not taken from everyone. It's taken from certain people, the people of the, of the knowledge, right? Just a da'wa ila basira. Basira is obligatory. Al-Rabi'ah. Min dala'ili husni tawheed. Kawnuhu tanziha lillahi ta'ala alin masabbah. From the evidence that tawheed is from the best of things is that it is raising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above from being insulted because shirk is insulting Allah. Allah says in the Quran, They said Allah has taken a son. Allah says about that, You take you bought something that is evil. So oppressing Allah is a naam is dhulm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, it is as um, an, an insult to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Khamisa anna min qubh shirk kawnu masabbatan lillah. That shirk is a is an insult to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As-sadisa wa hiya min ahammiha, from the most important one it is, ib'adu al-muslimi anil mushrikeen, that the Muslim then needs to be away from the mushrikeen. La yasiru minhum. La la la. The fact that a Muslim is far away from the mushrikeen, ib'adu al-muslimi anil mushrikeen, la yasiru minhum walau lam yushrik. The person who, uh, the Muslim, he is away from the mushrikeen, he's away from the mushrikeen, he will not become from them, even if he does not do shirk himself. No? 
Ibad al-Muslim and al-Mushrikeen li'alla yasira minhum The people, the, 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 the person of, of the Muslims, they need to stay away from the Mushrikeen so that they don't become from amongst them. Walau lam yushrik, even if he doesn't do shirk himself. Yani a person being upon the, amongst the Mushrikeen, being amongst them, is a reason for them to fall into that shirk. Even if he doesn't do shirk himself in the first place. But you can, ent- you can, you can fall into it. Fal'iyadu billah. As-sabi'ah kawn al-tawheedi awwal wajib. Tawheed is the first obligation. The first obligation upon the Muslims is Tawheed. الثامنة أنه يبدأ به قبل كل شيء حتى الصلاة That you start with Tawheed before everything, even Salah. التاسعة أن معنى أن يوحد الله The meaning of أن يوحد الله معنى شهادة لا إله إلا الله That is the meaning of لا إله إلا الله which is to worship Allah سبحانه وتعالى أله. العاشر أن الإنسان قد يكون من أهل الكتاب وهو لا يعرفها أو يعرفها ولا يعمل بها. Some people, they could be from the people of the book even if he does not know the book himself. It's from the people of the book, meaning the people of the, the, the Jews and the Christians, in their book is Tawheed. They have to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. In the Bible, in the, in the, in the Torah, it has it's Tawheed. But he doesn't know it. Wala ya'malu biha, and doesn't act by it. What is he intending here? That some people in this ummah, they call themselves from the people of, the, of Islam. But they don't know the book of Quran, and they don't know Tawheed, and they don't, they don't act by it. So that shows that a person can have a book, and you can't ascribe to a religion, and not be from those people of that religion. التدرج, is that we should teach slowly by تدرج, by stage, step, step by step, slowly, slowly. That's the best way. Because the Prophet وسلم, told Mu'ayyad, start with Tawheed. Then when they accept that, go to Salah. Then go to Zakah. That used to start with the most important, then the second most important, the third most important. Where the Zakah should go, which is Mentioned in the hadith, it said, take it from the rich and give it to the, to the poor. Masrif al-Zakat, the place where you are giving zakah, basically. Rabi'at al-Ashra, kashfu al-Alim al-Shubha, anil muta'allim, that the alim should remove the shubha, the doubt, from the one who's, be, who's teaching, who's being taught. The person, if the person's a teacher, then from his jobs is to remove any doubts that his students have. al they should stay away from the best of the wealth of the people. Don't take the best wealth, we mentioned before. Keep away from the da'wah of the one who's being oppressed. That the du'a of the one who's being oppressed, it is not. There is not no covering between it and Allah. From the evidence of tawheed is um, what happened to the leader of the messengers. And the leaders of the awliya, the best of the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the awliya of Allah, and they go through hardships, and they go through hunger, and also illness. That he said he's going to give the, 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 the flag to someone who Allah and the Messenger loves, that shows that he's a Prophet because he predicted, the, um, he, he told us what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who they love. The fact that he, he was cured through the spitting of the Prophet ﷺ showed that the Prophet ﷺ is a Prophet. Don't worry, I'm going through this fast because um, it's not really points that um, need to be explained. Al-Hadiyat wal 21 is Talib, the virtue of Ali ibn Abi Talib because he was someone that Allah and Messenger loves. Al-Hadiyat wal 22 Fadl al-Sahaba fi دوكهم تلك الليلة وشغلهم عن بشارة الفتح. The Sahaba, the virtue of the Sahaba, they didn't even sleep that night. 
Because they want to be from among those people. Al-thalithatu wal-ishroon, 23, al-imanu bil-qadar, li-husuliha, li-man lam yasma' li-man lam yasa' laha, wa man'iha amman sa'a, al-qadar, al-iman, you have to believe in al-qadar, because the one who tried hard to become from the people who get the flag, they didn't get it. And the one who didn't try hard, he was given it. That's the qadar of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 24 is al-adabu fi qawlihi ala rislik, the adab, the way we should walk, Go in a, in, a, in, a, in a calm way. Al-Khamisatu wal-Ishroon, Al-Da'watu ila-Islam qabl al-Qital, that we call to Islam before we fight. Al-Sadisatu wal-Ishroon, 26, is anahu mashru'u li man du'u qabla thalika wa qutilu. It is legislated to fight for people who have been, against people who have been called. Alright? You, you called them before to Islam, they never accepted it. Then it's legislated for the Muslim leader to fight for that. Al-Da'watu bil-Hikmah, أخبرهم بما يجب عليهم دعوة شو بدم with wisdom ثامنة والعشرون twenty eight المعرفة بحق الله في الإسلام the rights of Allah in Islam التاسعة والعشرون twenty nine إثبات من اهتدى على يديه رجل واحد the reward of the one who is guided even by even one man is guided through his hand what's the reward of that red camel الثلاثون better than red camel الحليف على الفتيا swearing by Allah in fatwa سلام باب تفسير التوحيد وشهادة لا إله إلا الله. The explanation of توحيد and the شهادة of لا إله إلا الله. So the chapter here, the point of it is to explain توحيد and the شهادة لا إله إلا الله. What is what is توحيد exactly? What is the explanation of التوحيد? وقول الله تعالى الله سبحانه وتعالى القرآن أولئك الذين يدعون يبتغون إلى ربهم الوسيلة الآية. The first the first ayah is أُولَئِكَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ يَبْتَغُونَ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمُ الْوَسِيلَةِ It is the ayah when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls or reminds us of those people who are being worshipped other than Allah. When the people they worship other than Allah, they are calling upon righteous people who they themselves, they would worship Allah alone. So Allah describes them and He says about them, أُولَئِكَ الَّذِينَ Those people, يَدْعُونَ They make dua to Allah. They're seeking closeness with Allah by making dua. That shows that Tawheed is what? To worship Allah alone. Because that is what those people they done to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No. The second evidence is وَيُقَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ وَقَوْمِهِ إِنَّنِي بَرَاءٌ مِّمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا الَّذِي فَطَرَنِي الْآيَةِ Allah, Ibrahim, the, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about Ibrahim, he said, remember when Ibrahim said to his, his father and his people, I am free from anything that you worship. Except for the one who worships me alone. I mean, except for the one who, the one who created me. So what is that? That is exactly what la ilaha illallah means. La ilaha illallah, it starts off with a negation. And that is the negation of anything that is worthy of worship except for Allah. La ilaha. Then he says, إِلَّا اللَّهِ Except for Allah. And that is what exactly what Ibrahim said, right? إِنَّنِي بَرَاءٌ مِمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ I am free from anything that you worship other than Allah. إِلَّا الَّذِي فَطَرَنِي Except for Allah, I worship Allah alone. So it starts off with negation. Negation of anything that is worshipped other than Allah. That is, لَا إِلَهَا Then, إِلَّا اللَّهِ is affirmation of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And that is what Tawheed means. That's The third evidence is اتخذوا أحبارهم ورهبانهم أربابا من دون الله والمسيح بن مريم وما أمروا إلا ليعبدوا لهم واحدا لا إله إلا هو سبحانه وما يشركون So again, here it doesn't mention the actual ayah, right? The whole ayah. 
He says, وَاتَّقَضُوا وَحْبَارُهُمْ وَرُبَانُهُمْ وَرُبَانُهُمْ مِنْ دُونَ اللَّهِ Stop there. He expects you to know the end of the ayah, which is, اتخذوا أحبارهم وربانهم أربابا من دون الله والمسيح ابن مريم وما أمروا إلا ليعبدوا إله واحدة they were not commanded to do anything except for to worship one God one إله and that is what exactly توحيد is it is to worship Allah alone إلها واحدا that's in the Quran we find that the Quran explains the كلمة لا إله إلا الله in many different ways in many different places right والدليل الرابع the fourth evidence is ومن الناس من يتخذ من دون الله أنداد يحبونهم كحب الله والذين آمنوا أشد حب لله the reality of he says from the people are those who take besides Allah يتخذون من دون الله أنداد as equals with Allah سبحانه وتعالى and what do they do يحبونهم كحب الله they love these equals just the way they love Allah سبحانه وتعالى and Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا As for those who believe, أَشَدُّ حُبَّا لِلَّهِ They have more love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the reality of Tawheed is to single out Allah alone in ibadah. وَهُوَ الَّذِي فَعَلَهُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ And that's what the believers done. فِي مَحَبَّتِهِمْ لَهُ When they loved the, 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 the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Right? The fifth evidence is حديث طارق بن أشم الأشجعي رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said من قال لا إله إلا الله هو الذي says لا إله إلا الله there is nothing worthy of worship except for Allah وكفر بما يعبد من دون الله and he disbelieves in anything that is worship other than Allah حرم ماله ودمه his wealth and his blood is حرام meaning cannot be touched وحسابه على الله عز وجل and his حساب his accountability is with Allah سبحانه عز وجل سبحانه وتعالى عز وجل and his accountability with Allah. So that the tafsir of Tawheed here in this hadith is where? When he says, مَنْ قَالَ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Whoever says, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَكَفَرَ بِمَا يُعْبَدُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ And he disbelieves in anything that is worshipped besides Allah. And that is exactly what لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ is. To disbelieve in anything that is worshipped other than Allah and to worship Allah alone. The author here says, وَشَرْحُ هَذِهِ التَّرْجَمَةِ مَا بَعْدَهَا مِنَ الْأَبْوَابِ and the explanation of this tarjama of this of this chapter is every chapter that comes on after it. So the point is here that the author rahimahullah ta'ala is trying to make here is that after he explains what tawheed is, he's saying from now on now, remember all these six chapters that we took were all introductory introductionary chapters. Explaining shirk, explaining tawheed, and the virtues of tawheed and the scare how, how you should be scared of shirk of tawheed. I mean of shirk. Then after that, he's going to now explain all of these chapters now in 64, all 64 chapters of the, chap- of the, the book. And the remaining 58 chapters of the book is going to be about the different branches of Tawheed and Shirk and different ways people commit Shirk. And we'll take one of them, inshallah ta'ala, at least, so we can take a, get, a, get a taste of it. But we'll go for the Masail quickly. The Masail in this, this chapter is Al-Ula, the explanation of Tawheed. And the explanation of the Shahada, which is La ilaha illallah. وَبَيَّنَهَا بِأُمُورٍ وَاضِحَةٍ And he explained it, يعني explained the shahada with clear-cut points. What are the things that entail the shahada? What is the shahada exactly? When you say we worship only, only Allah alone, what does it mean? He says, مِنَا آيَةُ الْإِسْرَاءِ بَيَّنَ فِيهَا الرَّدَّ عَلَى الْمُشْرِكِينَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ الصَّالِحِينَ فَفِيهَا بَيَانُ أَنَّ هَذَا هُوَ الشِّرْكُ الْأَكْبَرِ In the surah of Al-Isra, when the people they went against لا إله إلا الله, what did they used to do? They used to worship other, these people who were righteous. And those righteous people, they used to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And Allah calls the mushrikeen for worshipping righteous people. You understand that? Allah calls the mushrikeen for worshipping these righteous people. Therefore, la ilaha illallah entails that you must not worship 
anyone other than Allah, including those righteous people. ومنها آية براءة ذا آية سورة براءة توبة بيّن فيها أن أهل الكتاب اتخذوا أحبارهم ورهبانهم أربابا من دون الله. The people of the book they took their rabbis and their monks as lords besides Allah. وبيّن أنهم لم يؤمنوا لم لم يؤمروا and he clarified that the only thing that they were commanded to do, meaning the people of the book they were commanded. The only thing that they were commanded to do is إِلَّا أَنْ يَعْبُدُوا إِلَهًا وَاحِدًا To worship one إله مع أن تفسيرها, مع أن تفسيرها الذي لا إشكال فيه And even though the explanation that there is no يعني The explanation of لا إله إلا غيز طاعة العلماء The explanation of the ayah اتخذوا أحبارهم ورهبانا من دون الله They used to worship their idols and their, their rabbis and their monks How did they used to worship their rabbis and their monks? Is that they used to طاعة العلماء والعباد في المعصية They used to obey their rabbis and their monks to do something haram. So if their rabbi and their monk or their imam said that riba is halal, they will take the riba. And this is the type of shirk and they will believe it's halal. Because they considered them to be uh, legislated besides Allah. So that's when it became major shirk. They never used to make dua to these rabbis and their monks. But they used to worship, they used to worship them by obeying them in believing what is halal is halal and what is haram is haram. Because they believe that they can, they have the right to legislate. ومنها قول الخليل عليه السلام للكفار and from amongst that and the explanation of Tawheed is when the friend of Allah Ibrahim عليه الصلاة والسلام said إنني براء مما تعبدون I am free from anything that you worship إلا الذي فطرني except for the one who created me meaning I'm not free from him I worship him alone الآن فاستثنى من المعبودين ربه he made an exception from those who worshipped his Lord Allah سبحانه وتعالى he made Allah an exception so he only worshipped Allah وذكر سبحانه أن هذه البراءة وهذه الموالاة هي تفسير شهادة لا إله إلا الله. أن الله أن إن الله سبحانه وتعالى هي mentions that this fact that Ibrahim is free from worshiping other than Allah this is exactly what لا إله إلا الله is because Allah says in the next ayah وجعلها كلمة باقية في عقبه لعلهم يرجعون. We made this a word a speech that is باقية is going to be stayed kept amongst his عقب his offspring. So therefore, this action that he done, which is being free from the, anything that is worshipped other than Allah, and worshipping Allah alone, is the shahada of la ilaha illallah. ومنها آت البقرة في الكفار الذين قال الله فيهم, and from the explanation of la ilaha illallah is when the what Allah says about uh, the kuffar, وما هم بخارجين من النار that they're never going to be leaving the hellfire. ذكر أنهم يحبون أندادهم كحب الله. He mentioned that their problem was what that they loved those their rivals, the rivals or the the thing that they made equal to Allah. They loved them just like they would love Allah. فدل على أنهم يحبون الله حبا عظيما. That showed that they loved Allah. They did love Allah. But that didn't enter them into Islam. ولم يدخلهم في الإسلام. Right? فكيف بمن أحب الندى حبا أكبر من حب الله. So how is it going to be when a person he loves that ند that rival with Allah more than he loves Allah? وكيف بمن لم يحب إلا الند وحده ولم يحب ولم يحب الله. So and how is this the situation of the one? who only loves that rival and doesn't love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself. وَمِنْهَا قَوْلُوا صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ And the hadith of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم مَنْ قَالَ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَى اللَّهُ وَكَفَرَ بِمَا يُعْبِدُ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ حَرُمَ مَا لُهُ دَمُ The explanation of لا إله إلا الله in the last hadith. وَهَذَا مِنْ أَعْظَمِ مَا يُبَيِّنُ مَعْنَا لَا إِلَهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ This is that speaking, just saying la ilaha illallah, it makes your blood and your wealth halal, I mean haram, and protected. No. Just saying la ilaha illallah, no. 
But rather he says بَلْ وَلَا مَعْرِفَةَ مَعْنَاهَا مَعَ لَفْضِهَا Not even just knowing the meaning, no. بَلْ وَلَا الْإِقْرَارَ بِذَلِكَ Not even acknowledging it that it's true. Saying la ilaha illallah, rather. What is the thing that saves a person's blood and wealth and makes him a Muslim is وَلَا كَوْنُهُ لَا يَدْعُوا إِلَى اللَّهُ وَحْدَ وَلَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ Not only that you don't call upon Allah only. Rather, بَلْ لَا يَحْرُمُ مَالُهُ وَدَمُهُ Your wealth and your blood does not become haram. حَتَّى يُضِيفَ إِلَى ذَلِكَ Until you add on to that, الْكُفْرَ بِمَا يُعْبَدُ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ That you disbelieve in anything that is worshipped other than Allah. A lot of the people today, they worship Allah alone, but they also go and they worship other than Allah. They go to the graves and they go to the statues. Right? And that is what protects a person's blood and wealth. يعني that is what makes a person a Muslim. فَإِن شَكَّ أَوْ تَوَقَّفْ If you have any doubt about that. Or you stay quiet. You say, I don't know. Then that person, he hasn't entered Islam. لَمْ يَحْرُمْ مَالُهُ وَدَمُهُ His blood and his wealth, it's not, it doesn't become haram. فَيَا لَهَا مِنْ مَسْأَلَةٍ مَا أَجَلَّهَا So what a, a huge مَسْأَلَةٍ this is. وَيَا لَهُ مِنْ بَيَانٍ مَا أَوْضَحَ And how clear is this in the Quran and the Sunnah. وَحُجَّةٍ مَا أَقْطَعَهَا لِلْمُنَازِعِ And how clear is this, is this the one for the one who's trying to argue. This, this argument is cut off by these evidences for anyone who's trying to allow worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. بَابٌ مِنَ الشِّرْكِ لُبْسُ الْحَلْقَةِ وَالْخَيْطِ وَنَحْمِهِمَا لِرَفْعِ الْبَلَاءِ أَوْ دَفْعِهِ He mentions the first type of shirk here that we find a lot of people doing today. So he says, the, in, the, the, the point of this tarjama, the point of this chapter is um, First of all he says, مِنَ الشِّرْكِ لُبْسُ الْحَلْقَةِ From shirk is to wear a halqa a, 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 um, a ring or a circle يعني, a bracelet نعم, a bracelet or a string or anything similar to it to raise from you any hardship or to protect you from it what does that mean? part of shirk is to wear something to protect, to protect you from shirk whether it be a bracelet charm wearing these charms Wearing these bracelets, wearing those yani, strings, those colorful strings that people wear, and they say it brings me good luck, or it keeps the eye, evil eye away from me, or it keeps um, yani, harm from touching me, all of this is part of shirk. So the, 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 the person who wears it, either he wears it to raf'il bala because he's ill, or something like that, and he wants that to take away his illness. That's what he means by رَفْعُ الْبَلَاءِ To raise, him, raise off himself a hardship. وَالْأُخْرَى is لُبْسُوهَا لِلْدَفْعِ Or some people they wear it in order to protect themselves. So this is the majority today, right? From amongst them it comes under that blue eye. That blue eye that they say it protects from the evil eye. Right? Um, I think I've seen some people they wear like a metal bracelet mm. and they have seizures. Because they have seizures. Seizures, yeah. And they say it helps them like that. We're going to explain now. When is a shirk? This is a question. going to answer inshallah. When is this considered to be shirk? The mujib, when is this considered to be shirk? Is اعتقاد السببية is when you believe that this thing that you're wearing is a reason to protect you from harm and it hasn't been proven for it to be a reason. And you believe that this thing that you're wearing, it protects you from something. But there is no proof for that. Not in the, not in the sharia, not in the not in medicine. Rather, you believe because of some powers it was given. You say it was given by Allah some certain power. 
or the, or the wali, it was given some, he gave the certain power to us. Right? And this type of shirk, this type of bracelet and wearing charms is what type of shirk? It is minor shirk. It is not major shirk. It is minor shirk. Which is still a major sin. It is major shirk, oh sorry, it is minor shirk when a person believes that this thing that he's wearing, it protects him by the permission of Allah. And he says, you say to him, why are you hanging this eye on your, on your, on your, on your, on your car or in your restaurant? He says, I believe it protects me. You ask him, do you believe it protects you itself? And he has powers in of itself. Or did Allah يعني, give that power? If he says Allah gave that power, no, I don't believe that power itself. It's just an eye. But because of the sign and things like that, it protects the jinn and this. It says Allah done it. This is mine and shirk. Because there's no evidence for that. No evidence that, يعني, that, that, that a bracelet protects, stops you from doing that stuff. You get it? If there is, if there's medicine, thing that's different. As for if he believes that the eye itself will protect him, then one is always that. Major shirk. When he believes istiqlal. And this is when istiqlal is the difference between major and minor shirk. Independence. This is when independence is the difference between major and minor shirk. Okay? So the author, rahimahullah ta'ala, he brings five evidences to explain this chapter. He says, وَالْقُولُوا تَعَالَى قُلَ فَرَأَيْتُمْ مَا تَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ إِنْ أَرَادَنِيَ اللَّهُ بِضُرٍ هَلْ هُنَّ كَاشِفَاتُ ضُرِّهِ Say, O Messenger of Allah, أَفَرَأَيْتُمْ Say to the people, do you see those people who you call upon other than Allah? In aradani Allahu bidurrin, if Allah wants harm to come to me, are they going to protect me? Halunna kashifatu dhurri, are they going to uplift this harm from me? Oh aradani bi rahmatin, halunna mumsikatu rahmati, or if Allah wants to have mercy upon me, are they going to stop the mercy of Allah coming to me? Then it says, Qul hasbi Allah, say Allah is enough for me, alayhi ya tawakkalun mutawakkilun. Upon him, let those people who trust put their Trust in. Yeah, and do not put your trust in anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is a rhetorical question. Saying that those people who you call upon other than Allah, they cannot protect you. These things. And this, this ayah is talking about major shirk. But we know that sometimes major shirk, the ayat that are concerning major shirk, they can be used for minor shirk. As we're going to see inshaAllah ta'ala from the hadith of Hudayfa and the companions, they did this. And we'll see inshaAllah. The second is وعن إمران بن حسين رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رأى رجلا في يده حلقة من صفر. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he saw on the hand of someone في يده حلقة من صفر. He saw a bracelet, a bracelet. Okay. So we asked him. He said, yeah, the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said ما هذه? What is this? He said من الواهنة from an illness that I have a headache. Okay. Then he says, إِنْزِعْهَا فَإِنَّهَا لَا تَزِيدُكَ إِلَّا وَهْنَا Leave it off because it's not going to increase you except for in weakness. فَإِنَّكَ لَوْ مِتَّ And if you die, وَهِيَ عَلَيْكَ And it is on you. مَا أَفْلَحْتَ أَبَدًا You will never be, you will never be successful. طيب. And then, let's go to the side نعم. So that shows, and this, this hadith was narrated by um, Ibn Majah, and it is a weak hadith, but no doubt the meaning is, is correct. Al-Wahina, the, the, the reason why now this person, he protected himself, is why? Because he had that, 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 that um, he had a vein, 
a vein that was throbbing, basically. And he would protect, he would put it on, his, on, his, on himself, believing that this thing will stop it from having such pain. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he said that uh, this thing is only going to increase you in, in weakness. Because if you die upon it, then you will never be successful. And that showed that because he believed that this thing, this, 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 this bracelet that he was wearing, it will protect him from harm when there is no proof for that. Rather, it was um, not mentioned in the Quran or in the Sunnah, nor amongst any of the people of medicine. وله عن عقبة بن عامر another evidence is ابن عامر عقبة بن عامر رضي الله عنهما عنه مرفوعا يمنش يزد من تعلق تميما فلا أتم الله له whoever or من تعلق تميمة فلا أتم الله له whoever hands a تميمة then may Allah سبحانه وتعالى not allow him to complete anything تميمة فلا أتم الله له simply one word تميمة it means something as hang فلا أتم الله له may Allah never complete his affairs وَمَنْ تَعَلَّقَ وَدَعَةً فَلَا وَدَعَ اللَّهُ لَهُ And whoever hands a wada'ah, فَلَا وَدَعَ اللَّهُ لَهُ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not protect him as well. Basically, hanging something to protect you. And that shows that hanging something is not allowed. وَفِي رِوَايَةٍ مَنْ تَعَلَّقَ تَمِيمَةً فَقَدْ أَشْرَكْ In another narration, whoever hangs a tamima, then he has done shirk. And tamima again is anything that is hung to protect someone. For example, a person he hangs a um, the eye and things like that. وَلِبْنِ أَبِي حَاتِمَ الْحُدِيفَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ أَنَّهُ رَأَى رَجُلًا فِي يَدِهِ خَيْطٌ مِنَ الْحُمَّةِ فَقَطَعَهُ الْحُدِيفَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ The companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he saw a man and on his hand was a خيط was a string من الْحُمَّةِ and he was wearing it he, was, he had that because he had a, a fever فَقَطَعَهُ الْحُدِيفَ كَرِئْ وَتَلَا قُولَهُ تَعَالَى Then recited the ayah وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرُهُمْ بِاللَّهِ إِلَّا وَهُمْ مُشْرِكُونَ The majority of these people, they don't, they don't believe in Allah except that they are مُشْرِكُونَ So he used the ayah about the people of shirk al-akbar on the view on al-shirk al-asghar as I mentioned that it happened before. Al-tama'im are different types. Write it down. Tama'im are different types. Tama'im, they call it charms in this hand. Ta'weed, thing like that, right? Talismans, ma'am. These are tana'im. You hang something to protect yourself from something. Okay? There are different types. Number one are tamima, which is major shirk. Number two and the front dimension. When is it major shirk? It is major shirk when a person believes that it protects him in and of itself. Number two is it is minor shirk. It is minor shirk. When is it minor shirk? إذا جعله سببا ما لم يثبت سببيته في القرآن أو في الشرع ولا في القدر. You make something a reason to be a cure and it has never been proven, not in the Quran, not in in medicine or anything like that. It's not a cure. And number three is muharram, it's haram. What does that mean? It's not shirk, major shirk or minor shirk. When is that? It's a tamima from the Quran. If a person uses the Quran and he uses it to protect himself. Minor shirk. It's the one that you think is a reason to protect you and it's not, it's not a reason to protect you. Haram, the Quran. You get the Quran, you hang it to protect you. 
Haram. 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 It is haram. ما لم يثبته الشرع ما لم يثبت في الشرع ولا في القدر ما لم يثبت في الشرع ولا في القدر يعني إذا شريعة القرآن صدق زي زي المدزنة كاني المدزنة ولا في القدر نوع إنني مد قوته صنيف ماذا طيب أن حرام طيب why is the Quran not shirk because the Quran in and of itself is a شفاء is a cure right but it's been used in the wrong way therefore it's not allowed and there's difference of opinion on the Quran amongst the salaf and Ibn Mas'ud and his, his companions, they would dislike it. They would dislike it. No. Sorry? Handing du'as as reminders. Hanging du'a as a reminder. Hanging du'a as a reminder is not necessarily, it's not, it's not come under this. And it's not necessarily not allowed. Salat. But what we say by hanging, it means you hang it because you, you think it's going to protect you. You understand? It can be shirk in one situation. Shaykh Ibn Baz mentions that the Quran, if a person posts the Quran, then if he's connected to the Quran, then it's not shirk, it's haram. But if he's connected just because something is connected, he thinks that this connection, the, 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 the hanging, sorry. He thinks that the hanging, because he's hanging something, is going to protect him. That's when it becomes shirk. And so the Quran in itself, then it's not like, for example, they put ayat al kursi to protect the house and things like that. Then the difference of opinion among the salaf and the correct opinion of Allah is that it's not allowed. Therefore, we say it is haram, Allah alam. And he says, مَا قَوْلُهُ فَلَا أَتَمَّ اللَّهُ لَهُ فَلَا وَدَعَ اللَّهُ لَهُ When he says, فَلَا وَدَعَ اللَّهُ لَهُ أي لا ترك الله له له فالدعاء عليه مؤذن بحرمته He says, وَلَا وَدَعَ اللَّهُ مِنَ اللَّهُ Not leave him with that. يعني لا ترك الله له من الله سبحانه وتعالى Not leave him with, uh, with that. طيب. Those are the types of التنائم. Is that clear? Yeah. You see somebody no, that's different. That's the reading Quran and blowing water and uh, reading the Quran and blowing, blowing the water and then pulling in the house. No, that's, يعني, they, they do that because of the jinn and things like that. Because the water which is. Um, يعني, has Quran be read upon it? Some, some of them allow it. Some people allow it. So it's okay. Allah. طيب. في مسائل. We finish this مسائل quickly. الأولى. التغليظ في لبس الحلقة والخيط ونحوهما لمثل ذلك. If there's any question, pass on, inshallah, yeah? Um, it's not allowed to hang any or, or, or use any halqa, bracelets, or khayt, or strings to protect yourself. If the companion, he died upon that, he wouldn't be successful. It shows that the, made, the minor shirk is, the, is made, more major than the major sins. Minor shirk is more major than the remaining major, sh- major sins, such as zina and things like that. This is worse. He wasn't يعني, given an excuse because of ignorance. No, he was still considered to be, uh, he won't be successful. It's not going to benefit you these things, these, these, these uh, charms and talismans. الخامسة الإنكار بالتغليظ على من فعل مثل ذلك is that when you, when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he told someone who done this he was harsh on them so you're allowed to be harsh upon people sometimes سادسة التصريح بأن من تعلق شيئا وكل إليه that whoever hangs something he uses something to protect himself then Allah will leave him to that thing the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that Allah says أنا أنا بريء من I am free from Mm, I forgot the hadith in Arabic. Uh, the, huh? 
أنا أغنى الشركاء يعني الشرك من شمعن أشرك معي غيري تركته وشركه I am free and I'm free from the, the shirk of those people who do shirk whoever does shirk with me I leave him and his shirk and you think that Allah is going to protect you through this no Allah is going to leave you and is going to leave, leave you to be protected by that string and that string is never going to protect you الثامن أن تعليق الخيط من الحمى من ذلك to have a string to protect you from حمى fever is not allowed as well تاسعة تلاوة حذيفة الآية حذيفة he read the ayah which is about shirk al-akbar دليل على أن الصحابة يستدلون بالآيات التي في الشرك الأكبر على الأصل they use the ayat that are talking about major shirk to allude to minor shirk كما ذكر ابن عباس في الآية في آية البقرة لكن ابن عباس منشن الزور إن الآية سورة البقرة العاشرة أن تعليق الودع عن العين من ذلك to have something that protects you from عين is part of that ليفل آية الحادية عشرة 11 is الدعاء على من تعلق تميمة the dua against the one who hangs a a talisman and Allah la yutimu lah Allah will not complete his affairs for him وَمَنْ تَعَلَّقَ وَدَعَةً فَلَا وَدَعَ اللَّهُ لَهُ أَيْ تَرَكَ اللَّهُ لَهُ Whoever hangs in something to protect him from evil eye then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will leave him leave him to that نعم That is the end of it والله 